future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh, my Lord. All right, so we have to be on time today. I can't even tell you what kind of show we have today. Uh, <laughs> it's Tuesday, so if you're not having a taco, you are racist. Boom, Taco Officially. Tuesday. I am your host. I am Ryan Lochte. Um, <laughs> I'm going to lie about this whole episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I am so excited for today's episode because this room is full. We are all angelic to the core today. Sometimes I don't feel that angelic, but today we are all angelic. We've got divas, we have singers, we have icons. Um, just to introduce everybody to our listeners, um, of course, returning is socialite Eric Restivo. Stealing your frame. Thank you. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm honored to be sharing the frame with you, actually. I've never shared the frame. No. <laughs> anyway, we have a blackout segment, one of our listeners' favorite segments. We have Olympic version segment. Woo! And Mr. Feldman, you are going to help us with that segment today. Okay. Part of our panel returning is Patrick Gomez, our favorite writer from People Magazine, everybody. Thank you. Yes, yes. I made it. The fake applause, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this crowd is huge. Yes. And then Diva, longtime friend, um, hashtag boof. Hashtag boof. We have to present to you, uh, Postmodern Jukebox is one of the most viral things that's just happening. Like, look it up if you don't know what it is. They take modern songs and, like, redo them in, in styles and every singer is oh god and so we have diva um danny armstrong is here <laughs> with her hair with all her hair with her hair her hair or her her hair is actually a separate guest co-host yes it and is. her hair yeah. and her she hair. needs her own chair her own earphones <laughs> um and then of course the man of the hour icon musician actor um activist um, who I used to have a crush on when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. Putting it out there now. We're putting it I don't out mean there to now. make you blush. <laughs> Mr. Corey Feldman. Hello there. Hello there. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Happy to be had. <laughs> well, many people on this panel have been had. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say that. So, Corey, just so you know, the format of the show is we start out by talking about nothing, and then we get to your in-depth interview. Oh wow! So play with us for a little bit. I love it, and then we're gonna get I'm into here it. To play, all right. Perfect. But I'm not here to drink, damn it. Well, no, you don't have to drink I'm to have rebel. fun. I'm gonna rebel, but I will raise a. But you are a rebel. You are just a rebel raise with everything. Yes. 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 We'll raise it. Raise the coke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and Keith Coogan says hello. He was on the show Aww. a couple of weeks ago. I love Keith. Isn't he the best? He was such a great guest. He's a sweetheart. He had his wife, Pinky. Her yes. name is really Pinky. Yes, and, and she's very pink. <laughs> but you have to say that, Corey. You have to put a little bit more Pinky. You have to do that. I'm sorry. I'll try. P- pinky? No. <laughs> <laughs> Still not bad. Close, close, Yeah, close. thanks, thanks. I'll work on it. I'll get back to you next week. That's for your next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. All right, so um, for our new listeners, uh, find me on Instagram at Twitter at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook On The Rocks uh, radio show. 
Um, I have to give a shout out to my Young and the Restless listeners. Uh, I do. I'm on After Buzz on Sunday evenings, and Young and the Restless is my after show. Who knew? <laughs> Who, Who knew? Who would have thunk? Um, so I'm getting some crossover. So I'm saying hi to the uh, YNR listeners. Um, Christoph St. John. Yes. <laughs> Well, yes, he's my good friend. You know that, right? No. Christoph, listen to this. This is crazy. Call him I'm sorry right, to interrupt. Text him right now. But cry, Will. Sorry to interrupt. I Hello. Will. You're the man of the hour. Christoph St. John and I did uh, one of our very first shows together and spent every week together for about two years because we were on the Bad News Bears together. Yes. Little tiny kids. Sweet. Can you I imagine know. that? Isn't um, that I can't imagine it because I have it in my notes. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. So much <laughs> for the surprise factor. No, we love Thanks. a guest that gets the notes out of the <laughs> Yes, Corey, I'm obsessed with your sunglasses, by the way. Oh, thank you. Who? Aren't they cool? Yeah. Uh, where? They're, where can I get them? They're uh, Ferraro's. Uh, they're, um, yeah, how do you pronounce oh, this? I sorry, love sorry. them. Fer- Ferragamo. Ferragamo. Oh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no big deal. You guys, I'm like, Oh, I'll pick one up. I thought I was fancy with my Ray-Ban. Excuse me, but I put it in my Ferrari. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're actually Ferraris. They Ferragamo, Ferragamo. But do you love how he he played with us? You played with us, Mr. Feldman. No, that was genuine. That was totally genuine. I'm not that guy. I just like the look of them. You know what I mean? They look good. I don't do the whole label thing, really. I like the... No, they're fun. I like, they're thank you. Fun. I like unique, honestly. No, I, I, uh, I well, We're going to talk about your personal style. Different. Yeah. Uh, Which is definitely, phenomenal. you know, its own thing. Its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring this up later, but like literally, like your groups, you represent the nerds, the geeks, the sexy ladies, well, the angels. So <laughs> some of the LGBT community have had a little crush thank on you. you, thank you. Still do. You know and, why? And like goth because, groups. Because I like, love everybody. Even those who love to hate themselves. I still love them anyway. Even Trump. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, there we go. You found my curb. Right there is my curb. There we go. We have so much to talk about. I have to give a shout out to my girl Z. She cut my my hair today. Hey, Z. Oh, you look Nicely so fresh. She, oh, you look so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> See, not it. to be confused with why. Yes, you know. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to give a shout out that next week uh, we have Michael Yuri uh, joining us and Vicky Lewis. This week I was featured in um, an Instagram site called Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. <laughs> Corey, are you familiar? So you were the scruff, clearly. <laughs> so much scruff. Thank not you. the scruff. Not the, maybe the, the cub. The bear. You can oh, say cub. it. A compliment oh, from Mr. Say with Corey, are you familiar with, with, far with that too terminology? Cute to be a bear. Oh my god! Oh. I can die now. I can die now. <laughs> <laughs> You've made his. Yeah. Do you even like, know what that means, bear cubs cute? and scruff? Oh, oh no, no yeah. I have no idea. Okay, so in the Break gay community, we're all down. bears. In fact, I even put, I said, Patrick Gomez is an embryo in this whole world. <laughs> oh, so did, <laughs> I just like, did I just like say something I didn't know I said? No, it's that great. Kind of, it's oh, okay. awesome, though. It's okay. a compliment, yeah, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Got lucky on that one. In the LGBT community, bears, cubs, and scruff are larger um, huskier men? Okay. Yeah. Barrier. Kind of like, um, um, larger size women as like for when you, when you do like shopping. You but more like, hair, hopefully. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like they have the stores that are called like large size women. Yeah. Like, yeah. Size Don't go like crazy. We like but to call ourselves fluffy. Ooh. It's like, fluffy what we've now I like on. to say ruben I would love a store that's just called fluff. large size women. I like women. fluffy. <laughs> and I think you're definitely full of fluff. With See, the I have never seen a fluffy But also substance. I love it. But also substance. Mr. Falman, uh, you are wrong. I've never seen a fluffy girl in any of your videos. 
Uh, well, that's not actually true. Just say that's yet. not actually true. If you look at the Dove video, there are a few, you know, nice. But they're like in the back. I want to be in your next video, and I want to be. Yeah, I want to be the fluffy guy. You want to be the fluffy guy in the front. We want to be these girls. We want to be that. Oh, honey, we all want to be those girls. Honey, that's another lifetime. Not today. But let me tell you something. We could do an all new artwork and feature you guys, and we can just make it original. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You guys, I'll be deleted from that. I'll tell you. Like, we're going to get the final copy of Angelic to the Core Part 2, and it's going to be, where's the Latino? Where's the brown? Because, Patrick, you're you're not that Latino. You're like frozen Latino. But you're so handsome, no matter what. I had the biggest crush when I I saw him in tights and a music. We've already talked about this. Anyway, but he's married, so that's fine. Tights? Everyone's Ish. married. Ish. Everyone's married. It, it was it was not Shakespeare, but it was oh, Robin it, Hood, Peter maybe? Pan. <laughs> I, it I robbed Peter. something of me. I well, so, your innocence. <laughs> was he Robin <laughs> Hood? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I am Latino. Oh no. God, this just went off. Hey. <laughs> anyway, I want to give a shout out though um, for our Instagram uh, people. Go follow Bears, Cubs, and Scruff, and you're gonna see my beautiful face in a martini glass. All the other see. models are like hairy and like in naked, and I'm here in a suit with a. Mar- Class. So wait, so Scruff is the obviously the hair, and it's like bigger guys that are still sexy, like Daddy. I'm saying so many wrong things to but you. No, you're saying no, I want right. to hear it. I want to hear it. But what's so Cubs is what and Bears is oh, what? Oh, so Cubs are younger bears uh, and they could be a little bit more fit there's also wolves which is really fit just hair and otters got it and otters otters if you were hairier you'd be in uh, well now you're you're littler than an otter okay what about if you don't have hair like me if you're kind of like a non-hair person uh, um then you're a lost boy boom do you uh, see how i made that uh, yes. Yes. yes that was kind of a cheap shot it radio. was kind oh of my cheap, god he just, so, yeah. he just threw some I called, I called you sheep okay yeah, yeah okay i haven't right. found you yet but i am looking at, at danny is on bear scrubs and lubs or i don't know what I'm looking at it's way bears? too much men and hair right now. Bears My husband cup. is right there, and I'm like, sorry, babe, it's, yes. for, it's for showbiz. I have oh. to look at this site. And your husband is touring all over uh, the he United States. Is. We're all musicians here, by the way. I know. Everybody, I know. We are in such and fabulous and company. And he it. took nine days to make sure that he could get here to see you. That is a husband that you I can't even around. date somebody well done, for nine days, much as there. is it, though? It's probably because he knows I haven't done laundry since he left. He was like, she's going to kill our cats. The laundry is going to cover the cats, and they're going to die. So, yeah. All right. So, Dan. Find me on Bears, Cubs, and and, and Scruffs. I, I am. Uh, we have to give a shout out to our sponsors, Epicta Web Design and yes. Mobile App. Uh, great. Um, and of course, the Friend Movement. Look them up on Facebook. They feed the homeless in LA. We love them. Left a straight radio show. Um, he does what I do. It's just serious. Hey, and Scott. Like, yeah. Hey, Scott. Um, actually, it's nothing what I do. All <laughs> we do is talk about nothing. Um, and then, of course, our loop. Or our loop. <laughs> <laughs> Our presenting sponsor and Mr. Feldman, you get to take home to share with your angelic group. It's yes. great. And your beautiful girlfriend, yes. Spunk Loop. <laughs> oh, my. That's our biggest sponsor, SpunkLoop.com. Spunk Loop? Now, that Spunk sounds like a good time. Right, I, it's I'm a li- good time. I'm leaving it's, bears, it's, uh, scrubs, and bubs and going to Spunk Loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's spunky, I imagine. It's spunky, and there's no mess. No, no mess. mess. It's very... Really? When I heard Spunk now, Loop, I'm like... Now, like, there's no, like, after effect? Like, you know, it gets, like, sticky sometimes. I mean, I mean everything that you're talking about. We have a classy show. We're on a high heart radio. There's nothing sticky. It's right. just like a 
Nice. nice I like thin. it. I like it. Joanne yeah. Worley took a whole crate home when she came on. <laughs> wow. Tara Reid, I won't even tell you what she did yeah, with her. Tara Reid. Oh, oh, Tara, Tara Reid's now working on the website. Did, did, she, did she try to drink it? <laughs> my mom's calling me now. I can't even, Mr. Feldman. I cannot even. She didn't I drink can't. anything while she was here. Look actually. who brought it, by the way. Yeah, Look who yeah. brought it to the yeah, party. We are so happy. <laughs> Not too angelic, are you? Yes, I think she no, had a Coca-Cola, no, no. Cola too, actually. I, listen, I, I often just misconstrued things. That's really my excuse for everything. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. <laughs> Amen. Um, um, but we love all of our listeners on iHeartRadio, yes. iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Hillcrest Social. Uh, I'm now newly syndicated on True FM, which is the largest uh, radio station in Ohio. Okay. I'll take it. Snaps. So we have to give a a, a cheers. Number one, we are cheersing with your Coca-Cola, Mr. Feldman. Uh, we're cheersing my birthday, by the way. Yay! Happy birthday. Thank you. You said it's your birthday. Hopefully we will be here next week because um, I'm not sure we'll make it out right. on Thursday. <laughs> but Mr. Felt, you had a birthday earlier this month. Did, I had did you one not? last month, but you know who's counting. It's two right. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We're still in the neighborhood. Yeah. And we're also uh, celebrating yesterday the 30th anniversary of Stand By Me. Yes. My Time Hop app, actually, it was the, it was the featured um, throw back yep. on that nice yeah we did a, a who say special this year uh where uh me and a couple of the angels got to watch the movie and then of course they cut it down to like a little five minute vid bit you know that everybody can watch it's fun it's fun That's it was cool. a fu- it was a good time nice well we actually have a clip we'll watch later when we get in your depth interview um your big moment from stand by me which is one of my favorite scenes when you get upset and you start talking about like real things we're going to talk about your actors' that approach. That does not happen. Yes. <laughs> real things. What are you talking about? What is well, real? I don't no. talk about anybody's things, and it's certainly not for real. No, uh, but it was that scene where the other boys were like, mm, Oscar nomination. And they were like, oh, oh like, peace oh, out. So yeah. not. So not. I'm teasing Let me tell you, you if, anything, if anything, I sat there and watched that movie and went, these guys should be nominated. Especially, the, you know what the two scenes are? River by the tree, yep. crying. Oh. oh, my God. The most amazing scene, right? Mm. And then the throwback on that, which is Will, you know, kind of like breaking down too. Both of those guys have that moment, and then Will, of course, again by the uh, with the gun when he's like, "F you, Mister," you know. That's like, yeah. Yeah. but that's what I miss about like movies that star kids now are made for like not not just kids, but they're made for like five year olds. There's no yeah. there's no that's movies. Such that, a good point. There's yeah. no movies. They now, don't make like, them work for it. No, right. Like, and we don't get to see real emotion from kids because we're so afraid. Right. It, you know, it's not yeah. even that, but everything's so damn PC. They're probably mm-hmm. afraid to even write it in the script. That's number one. And number two, it's also the fact that you have to realize that, like, the movies are so much, like, bigger production, and it's all bing, bang, boom. And I think we've lost a lot of the subtleties of the characters and the context inside. So yeah. That's that's disappointing. Well, and Patrick, you've been covering movies for People Magazine. Like, uh, we've come from the biggest flop in a long time, which was Ben-Hur this weekend. <laughs> but then we come off all these flops that millions... Can you imagine where those millions of dollars could have gone? But I think I think I think Corey had it right though. That, that now there's such an expectation that every movie has to make you know ten billion dollars, yep. and there's nine billion people giving their opinions about them. I had a friend who saw an early cut of uh, of um, Suicide Squad, mm. and he was like, "Oh, it's amazing! Everyone's gonna love it! It's gonna yeah. be great!" And then he saw the theatrical release version, and he was like, "It was so." dramatically different. Yeah, because they made made the last-minute cuts. That's what they did. They wanted Mm -hmm. the comedy, and they Mm -hmm. wanted to amp up the comedy, so they made last-minute choices that weren't in the best, you know, judgment of the film overall, I believe. Yeah, and and so I think a lot of heart gets... It's the heart that gets cut out of the film, and that's exactly what... 
Stand By Me and movies like that had in it. Thank is you. that hard? Well, Stand By Me was part of that novella where Shawshank Redemption came from. Right. Like it's it's from that same novella, and we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about all of that. But from People Magazine's aspect, like how PC do you have to be when talking about some of these flops and still sell magazines and still keep in with with the studios? Like like what's your daily what, what's so, your day so, at People Magazine? So like? yeah, I mean in general though we we've, we've steered away from doing reviews in the traditional sense. Because I've noticed, yeah, and so now we kind of lump everything together, people picks, and we only talk about the stuff that we actually enjoy. So we don't sometimes. I mean, obviously, if the giant movie that everyone's talking about, we have to mention it in like some Star way. Wars, yeah. But um, in general, if we didn't like something, now we just don't put it in because you know it. it there are so much. There's so much content out there now. It's like why even waste time with stuff that's not worth it. Mm. Did that's you? Good. Yeah. Did you review Ben Hur? Uh, I did not. <laughs> I knew that Boom. was your next question. Boom. And, I, and I, I, all I will say is I don't believe it was put in our issue at all. Well, yeah, is Tara Reid in it? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm just I did. I did. I thought that's why she was here. I have reviewed Sharknado 4, Mr. Again, confused. I have reviewed the Sharknado movies for people before. And by the way, no, the Sharknado... I watched them all over and over and over. I just was home back in Detroit with my mother, and we were like fishing all day, because that's what you do in Detroit, Michigan. And then we started watching Sharknados at night, and I'm going to tell you right now, Obsessed with the franchise. I love it. I want Sharknado 42 right now. It is is really funny. And to see the guest stars. It's so perfect. Listen, the actors play it really serious. And Tara was telling us that. She was like, the the, the fun of it is when we get the script and we do the reads backstage. And it's like, we take this script so seriously. That's what's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because we really believe And the guest stars are back to see Ann Coulter eaten by a shark. That's my dream. Thank you, America. Thank you. I was with Tara about, I don't know, I guess about six months to a year ago and we were at some convention like a comic con thing and we were both signing autographs there and you know she was telling me that Sharknado 4 had just come out or it was about to come out or something and she was like oh my god I, this movie you gotta see it and I was like let's see I was like how about this I've got a projector at my house that turns everything into 3D let's do Sharknado oh in 3D would oh, that be amazing tomorrow yeah. Let's go, let's and so we were what time, Mr. Thompson? What's the address? It didn't happen. It didn't happen, I'm sad to say. But we oh, she probably we, forgot the next day. <laughs> oh, well, no, she was going through Cheers. some things at the time with her ex-boyfriend or boyfriend or I don't know. Screw which, that guy. Yeah. Which one it is, but I'm not going to get involved in her personal <laughs> life. I love Fair. Boom. Tara Reid, if you're Fair. listening, I love you and I love your Sharknados. Yes, no, she, she, she was fun on the show. Let's she just was. be honest. She, we just, all lead crazy lives. In some aspect, we all lead crazy lives. We all make oh, mistakes. Yeah. Like Ryan Lochte, everybody's like, oh, God damn him for this. No, I blame his mom in that situation. Oh, my God. I just had this conversation with what? my mom. Mm-hmm. You lie to your mom. Like, she said, oh, did you go out last night? No. Or you, know, you tell a story, and then, of course, your mom, oh, whatever. I'm totally with you. On, yeah. That was like some that. small town. St- like, you tell your mom one thing, your mom tells 900 people. that, Yes. And then all of a sudden, the whole nation is <laughs> like, He didn't want to call you, mom. Sorry. He didn't check in, you know. Uh, sorry, mom. My mom listening, because she's like, mm. yeah, your mom right now. You better call so me, mad. sir. Yeah. So, Patrick, from People Magazine, like, like, uh, when you, like, when you turn on the TV, are you so conscious, or when you personally watch stuff on your own, you're just like, I want to be numb and not even care. No, I, honestly, I, I think that that's one of the reasons that I enjoy like those like shows like Survivor and Big Brother. It's like you can t- I can totally turn it off there because I know that that's like nothing regarding work is involved in that situation. And I also am competitive as hell, so I like watching people compete. You should go on Big Brother. <laughs> I actually auditioned. People magazine would never let you do that. Uh, People's really strict. When I send a request for Patrick to join, they're like, 
Who, what, why, where, who, what are they wearing? <laughs> <laughs> like, we have what vodka. What is being served? <laughs> yeah, Stoli. No, but I actually got to go in and do media day. They do. They send you in there for like 14 hours, and you do a full week of competition in one day. Oh, and cool. it's it, it's like my Christmas. It's it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, happy birthday to me, all wrapped in one. It's so, so We love fun. Big Brother here. Yeah. Love. But uh. you, you've covered like American Idol and Dancing with the mm-hmm. Stars. And Corey, you've kind of danced that where huge icon, and then you've done the reality show with... A, with a, a, a celebrity wife with a twist swab. Um, no but you know in my the surreal life is, my thing was always I'd like to be at the cutting edge of whatever is happening so like the, when I did those things I think surreal because, life was a little ahead of it yeah, yeah exactly like surreal life was the first time ever that they had taken a bunch of celebrities and put them on a show and said what's gonna happen but mm-hmm. that's how they got me because I had no idea the horrific outcome that was be <laughs> right. about to happen before right. me um, so you know once I realized what a train wreck they were building out of that entire show I was really upset to even be there and I, I'm you know probably one of the least proud moments of my career but, but we won't talk about it but, but I will tell you now it's tame like anything well, yeah, that they right? did it's crazy but Mr. Feldman you look so handsome on you, it though oh, oh, I have to say I was like let me let me watch this every week <laughs> well I didn't feel very handsome I, f- I felt very less than okay at that point in my life I was very insecure and let me just say that I you know at the end of it I really wish it had gone away but I felt proud of the fact that it, again I was at the forefront of this yep. kind of new pioneer you know that, that was coming and so I learned from it and and what I learned was if I ever do this again, I need to produce it myself right. and have more creative yes. inputs that this can't happen and they can't make me look like the world's biggest loser. And so I helped, you know, with the two Corys on a much more creative aspect. And I think it was a much better show. Uh, certainly for, you know, it didn't make either of us look like idiots, you know, but it, was but, but it, was it did show the dynamic. It was so interesting. Yeah. And it showed that, you know, there was still tough moments and yeah. it was, you know, captivating, but it just it wasn't there to drop a bucket over either of yeah. our heads. I thought that was a great show. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Very good show. A&E, okay. A&E does really good episodes. In fact, they do Intervention, which is my favorite. Stop. I have my own intervention slammed out. Like, I told my mom I want Candy Finnegan to be my interventionist, <laughs> and I want Patti LuPone to sing. Like, like this, Wait, this, you, this want, you want Patti LuPone to sing? I'm sitting right here. <laughs> because you and I w- would have been partying the night before. That's why. Oh, co-intervention. You're, fe- co-intervention. you're featured in I the episode. Yeah. They'd enough. show up and tell you you were there to sing, right. but then it would be, sure, Like, girl. Danny, you're going to sing. Danny, why don't you sit down for a minute? Oh, man. So speaking of Danny Armstrong, you and Ooh. I have known each other for years. You yeah. performed at the Oscars party at the Governor's Ball. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Woo. Um and you're part of Li- Live It Up Productions. You yes. guys do amazing work. Your voice, uh, I, don't, I don't even have a word for it. <laughs> it's like Paddle Pone meets Janis Joplin meets Etta James. So, so pretty much whiskey and cigarettes is what you're saying. Yes. Glad, glad we covered that. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Barbara Streisand because you know that oh, bitch is Babs. keeping it up. Oh, I love her. Memory like the call of my mind. Okay, that was my impression. Anyway. That, that was not doing anything. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I actually, I'm going to surprise you. We actually, a, a clip that you did during we rehearsal went viral. It was on oh. the, uh, the After <laughs> Ellen show. Where the clip? Where the, oh, there it is. So here's a clip. Stop. So Danny is the one in the pink hair who starts out the clip. You guys just have to listen to this. Oh, my goodness. Just, that's her. Rehearsal. 10 a.m. You guys, it grows from here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Miss Laura Dickinson right there in vocals. Wow. Woo! And Danny's like, that was okay, but let me come back into it. 
I feel like I've lost my voice just listening to this. God. Listen, listen. Danny. Nice. Wait. Wait for it. Laura. Yeah! Oh, that's the Kelly the No, it's the Mariah Carey. Yes, yeah, Mariah, Mariah. Mariah Carey. Credit where credit's due. <laughs> Nice. Wow. Yeah, listen to all those harmonies. All those ladies are killing. Live, no backing tracks. You guys, that was at a 10 a.m. rehearsal. <laughs> so I was going to play, um, you know, Postmodern Jukebox is just blowing up huge all over. Yeah. I was going to play that, and I thought, no, let's let people go to that just to oh, see you in rehearsal. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we covered on, like, the, sh- the songs are incredible. They, yeah, honestly, they're uh, being part of it. And, and, and most people that come to Postmodern Jukebox, they have, they've come from American Idol, America's Got Talent. They have these big, you know, kind of celebrity singer statuses and these massive followings. So the fact they took on, took on little old me... How did, how <laughs> no, 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 wait, 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 though. How did no, that end up in your lap, though? You know what? Um, it was it's ironically... It's all about the voice, honey. It's all like, about... <laughs> but it was, you know, obviously I've been in L.A. since 1997. I've pounded the pavement. I've worked some amazing gigs. You were born things. in 1997. What are you talking about? Oh, and now I say divorce you, marry you. Okay. <laughs> oh! Um, <laughs> That'll work out real well, let me tell you. I'm a Bears, Cubs, and Scruffs. Think well, you like the I same I know, I've already, I've already followed it. Anyway, so, you know, it was kind of a classic Hollywood tale of how they found me. I was actually just singing at Spaghettini's in Beverly Hills the famous Dave Cos Lounge and the manager of PMJ was there so you know you work so hard and you're like oh I'm gonna put this out and do this and I'm gonna be seen and owned on my YouTube channel and blah, blah. you think you're doing all this stuff and it's really when you just go and you sit in on one song at a lounge and someone's in the audience and then I got an email and I was like what huh huh Okay, <laughs> like it was, it was really just really cool moment for me too, you know. Just to so go to uh, like, go to YouTube, look up postmodern jukebox, Please, and look Dick. up Danny Armstrong, and you're going to see the, the latest. Hours. She yeah. sings hours. Roxanne, which of course uh, famous, but also it was in Moulin Rouge. Yes. Um. So you come from like working hard because I was telling Eric like you wor- you've worked in like the smallest venues of like two drunk guys, but then you perform at, <laughs> at big stuff. So Corey, from you, like you did your first commercial for McDonald's when you were three. You did Fox and the Hound, and you were given all of this at such a young age. But it was it was work. It wasn't like child stars nowadays. And Patrick, you've done stories on, on well, child not stars. Not only that, but it wasn't my choice. You know, mm. I wasn't a kid who, like, you know, at 10 years old, like, I was groomed for it, and I was ready, and I went in and did it, you know. It was like, at three years old, I didn't even know how to put my shoes on yet, mm-hmm. you know, and I was already learning marks and cues and direction and, you know, stuff that you Did you enjoy to. it, though, or? <sighs> That's a tricky question. There were moments I enjoyed. I think with anything in life, there's yeah. moments you enjoy and moments you don't. But overall, I was a child slave. Versus a child who, you know, made a willing, full and wanting choice to go into Mm -hmm. a trade. Um, So when you're I mean, when you don't even know your own name, you obviously can't say, well, you know, my son did it because that's what he wanted. (laughs) Well, no, he didn't want anything, you know, you know, so it's a whole different. You didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know anything. So so first of all, what a lot of people don't realize is that. 
I started my singing career and my acting career simultaneously because, you know, people have always said, you know, of course, every time I put out an album, oh, he's going to try and be a singer right. now. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no. I, there's I so many that, haters you know. out there. It's like, just yeah, calm yeah, down, yeah, yeah. take a seat. Well, there's mm-hmm. less now. That's the good news. No, I'm, I'm not you I'm saying about you. I'm just saying about <laughs> any. General, We've gained, yeah. you know, fans yeah. along the way, so that's good. But, you know, the point is, is that as a kid, I would, my mom would put me in a room and she would stick me with a record player and she'd say, learn this song. And, who, and who I would learn the song, and then I would go in, and when I would do my castings my for like commercials and things like that, I would actually sing to get the part. And that was how mm. I got the part. That's what stood me out between all the other three-year-olds who you know couldn't read off a of paper. So how do you win a part other than being cute? So the cutest possible thing is for this kid to sing. Some- were the songs songs that you actually enjoyed, or were they another? Uh, yeah, because they were like little folky, you know, like Junk Food Junkie was one of them, or mm. you know, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, you know, things like that. Very Which is cute, so dramatic, sappy. by the way. Right. And you know, I have to say, no, I mean, that, that's a lot if of emotion. You think about the purpose behind it, yeah, yeah. When Keith Coogan was on the show, we also talked about you guys have a very different approach. 80s acting is very stylistic, just like you watch an old 1930s or 1940s. There's a certain style and pattern to speech. Every movie that you were in, from, from Goonies to Lost Boys to st- especially Stand By Me, you had a different energy and it, it kind of broke <laughs> that pattern where you brought like raw emotion. Was that your only time that you were able to just be you so to speak i wasn't me at all in that movie really i mean it was very different there's similarities but i mean you know still today what i do in my films is and i always have is i bring a literal different character to each character that i portray i don't ever play the same guy twice so if you look through my films and you really compare them to each other i'd say the closest similarity between anything that i've ever done would be like you know the guy from goonies and like the guy from license to drive they're very kind of close characters Mm -hmm. but everything else is a big span it's a big stretch and I do that intentionally I mean if you look at my more recent work like a film that I'm most proud of which is a film called The Birthday uh, which was never released in America but won awards all over uh, the world uh, a Best Actor Award in Luxembourg. And, uh, congratulations. And thank you, thank you. And it's, and it's you know, a huge departure. Like, you do not see me there at all. And that's the stuff I really like. Um, you know, even with Lost Boys, I'm very proud of the franchise, even, the you know, the recent... Uh, uh, releases that we've done the sequels you know i executive produced uh the last one the thirst for warner brothers and and i got to put creative stuff into it you know and make it more kind of what i felt the fans wanted out of the movie and that was a terrific honor like to be able to do that but still with the character if you look at that character compared to any other character you see that character in that film as a developed version of that character not like anything else that i've ever done when i was going to say because you've been in iconic films uh gremlins and goonies you had to read visit this character in Lost Boys. Right. Like, and you haven't done that with the other films. And you've been through so much in life. Was it weird having to see that character's name in a script? Well, you know what was fun? The first time when I did the sequel, you know, the very the very first day of being on the set yeah. and the sequel, and it's like I put on the outfit and I've got the hair back the way it was. <laughs> oh, you know. Pretty sexy, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, thank you. I never liked my hair in that movie. Every time I'm like, damn it, i got to get this stupid uh, 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 hair again. Uh, uh, well, the Bears, Cubs, and Scruffs love it. <laughs> but, anyway, so, but, you know, you look in the mirror and you've got the, you know, the outfit on and it's like the gear and you're like, oh. Make a frog, yeah, you know, and it's like okay, cool, and it's that kind of exciting moment because I always wanted to do sequels. I was always like, why don't any of my movies ever do sequels? You know, <laughs> I mean, I did Ninja Turtles one and three, but that doesn't really count because it was in the voice box. You have a huge time. cult following for that, by the way, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Which one? 
uh, Ninja Turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just period. Yeah. You know well, I mean? yeah, yeah. There's, I do a lot of, you know, avant-garde, right? <laughs> so the thing about it is, like, I'll do the big blockbuster movies, and then I'll do these little tiny independent movies that are, like, you know, off the radar, and then I'll do these art house films like The M Word, you know, which was Henry Jaglum and comes out in select theaters. And, you know, so I like to really play in all fields. I mean, look, if you've been doing it for 40 years, not to say that I'm that old, but if somebody <laughs> per se had been doing it that long, you know, you really got to change it up and, and keep kind of challenging yourself. Otherwise, it gets very old. So what, at what point did it become a cho- an active choice on your part to keep doing it? When I got sober. So, so like up until that point, you know, it was like I had to do what I had to do up until I was 15. And then I got emancipated from my parents because I realized that I'd done all this work and I had no money to show for it. And I was, you know, being beaten and physically, you know, abused and all and mentally abused, all that stuff. So I got away and then I started it myself and it was like, okay, now I've got to. You know, I've got all these offers kind of waiting. So now I'm going to take that money and I'm going to try and, you know, pay back my life because I literally started at zero. But how did you and get then, to that point, And then though? I got into trouble. And then when I got into trouble, then I lost everything. And then everybody hated me. And then I became like a, you know, punchline joke for comedians and, you know, bad talk show hosts and all that kind of stuff. And then it was kind of like, okay, where do I go from here? Do I want to keep going? Or do I want to try and like fade into obscurity and like go get like a IT job somewhere, you know, where nobody sees me or something? You know, what am I going to do? How do you, what do you do at that point? You're at a crossroads. And so I literally gave it up. I'm a spiritual person. So I gave it to God. I was like, this is for you. I can't handle it. So you tell me what's up. And I just basically, you know, at that choice, for at that moment for the first time, made the choice that I was going to do it, but it was not going to be my only concern as it had been you know my mom had always made it like this is all that matters is your career your career and it was like suddenly it was like you know you know what life first yeah happiness first and then let's try and figure out how much of this i want to dive back into and now of course i'm fully immersed and have no soul just like everybody else (laughs) (laughs) no but i think that's so great and it talks to this inner strength that you don't know where you 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 find it and as artists we all need that strength even though people come into our lives and say i support you whatever it's really like on like on your own yeah well this show is getting too serious i'm sorry heavy questions heavy questions (laughs) heavy questions okay let's get a little Silly. Yeah. Um, Corey Feldman, when you wake up and you live your day, like what's a Corey Feldman day and what are you watching on TV when you flip it on? Like yes. like what's happening in a Corey Feldman day? Oh God, I hope my kids are not listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably Go not. Go to bed, kids. Yeah. Go to bed. Um, yeah, no, I have his iPhone, so we should be cool. Um, <laughs> Your kid has an a, iPhone? Of course. I barely had a Nintendo. Oh, he's 12. <laughs> he's 12. You know, he's going to junior high. He's too young high. to have an iPhone. Oh my God. Not, not you have now. no idea. Not all now. Kids now. Do. They yeah. started like Fifth no, gra- fourth grade. My kid would be grade. in a panic room. You didn't have a phone at twelve. I think I had a phone at twelve. You don't have a phone. I had at a beeper in college. <laughs> okay. I'm getting yes. older and older. You know, yes, generational. Yeah. But at the end of the I had day, a it's kind of like if you don't have an iPhone by like the fourth grade, you're kind you're of not, not cool. cool. Right. Yeah. Well, it's also really you have to think way. there was an infrastructure before cell phones were as ubiquitous as they are now. There was an infrastructure. There was pay phones. There was other options. It got to the point yeah. when I finally got my phone. It was because I was like, "There's nowhere to go to call you to tell you to come pick me up, right. yeah. and I have no oh, car." Cool. Yeah. Like, did you hear that People Magazine ubiquitous? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you ever see a payphone anywhere anymore? Not I don't anymore. Think there's I, one. I saw one the other day, and I took a selfie with it. I was like, "Anybody remember this?" <laughs> <ask?" laughs> Hashtag boof. There's still one on, um, like at La Brea in Hollywood, almost Vine, Vine in Hollywood. Oh, what are you doing yeah, at La Brea in Hollywood? Donut time. <laughs> 
Mm. It's by the uh, no by Paramount. It's yeah, like, and, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. like, I feel like only tourists use it. Mm-hmm. I okay. remember going to London and like having to take pictures in the big red phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But this was like ten yeah, years but that's ago. Like sexy because it was like, oh, this is so cool. Red They're big red yeah. booths. Yeah, right. Now, it's but then just, you come home and it's exist. like, wait a minute, we don't even have regular ones anymore. <laughs> All but, right, so let's get back to the question. You wake up. What is your day like? And okay. what are you watching on TV? S- well, okay. So, in all complete honesty, I wake up and usually with like five angels have no. sex. <laughs> oh my lord! I am a. I am a. Well, you I, have a girlfriend. I'm though. a strong believer. Well, I don't have sex with myself, honey. <laughs> but, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with There's that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> what, are you Corey say, what are you trying to say exactly? <laughs> There's cubs and scrubs. <laughs> People I, do. I, I mean, have <laughs> to masturbate. Is that what you're saying? I have to. <laughs> Spunkloop.com. <laughs> Spunkloop okay. is so uh, happy right no, now. No, you know, I wake up in the morning and you know. Of course, you yeah, have to you take care of things. Daily regime. Daily regime. Right. Oh, wow. Then get those I usually going. get on the phone Jealous. and I start looking at first thing, of course, all my emails and who do I have to respond to that day and what text and phone calls did I miss? So you have to skip the sex and go straight to that, that unfortunately. Yeah, no, see, but that's the part people have to remember. You got to keep yourself happy. Gotta people have always sex. say, "What's your secret? How do you stay so youthful and energetic and happy and you know your skin looks good?" Sex. Your skin does sex look good, by the, the way. Sex, sex is the answer. <laughs> no, but it's true. You have to do it. I mean, love, 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 love. Love is beautiful, and it's a good thing. Yeah, but thing. love can be difficult, too. So, you but, know. But sex is not that difficult, you know, so. That's Hopefully. true. I You're mean, doing it wrong. They should be one in the same, but sometimes they're not, you know, and that's okay as long as there's respect, right? What do you good. eat for breakfast? Is it honey smacks? I don't is eat it... breakfast. Oh. You don't? I don't oh. eat breakfast. Like I coffee? What did I you eat today? Nothing. Uh, what did I eat so far today? I had, a, I had a, a veggie corn dog. Oh. Before I came. Oh, because you've been a vegetarian. Not for before I came, young... but you know what I mean. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so you do but have you... breakfast. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. But you've been a vegetarian since a very young age. Uh, yes. Before it was like cool. Like yes, that's what he was. Yes, I've been a vegetarian. He's at actually... the forefront of everything. It's true. For... Oh my god, I'm aging myself. But for really, thirty five, thirty thirty two years. Wow. Thirty three years. Yeah. I'm trying to do the math. Thank God I'm stupid because I can't do the math right now. <laughs> yeah. I was a kid. I was a kid. I was a kid. But so the you, point so is. So you don't eat. Um, you get the kids off to school or like. Yeah. Like, well, what's my, the son, next my son actually, my security takes my son to school in the morning. Okay. So he goes off to school and then, you know, I sleep in because that's kind of my thing. I work all night and then I sleep in as much as I can. But if I'm working on a film, of course, I have to get up earlier and yeah. do a different schedule altogether. But on my normal day off schedule, you know, that's it. And then I start my emails and my stuff and I. Do my meetings and, you know, just run around. But I usually don't get hungry until around 7 o'clock at night. So, like, around 4 or 5, I'll think, like, oh, my God, I need a snack. I'm, like, kind of dying. So I'll get, like, a granola bar or, like, a banana or something to hold me over. I drink a lot of Coca-Cola, which is Mm. bad, but that's kind of my fuel. Uh, Sometimes I'll go get a Starbucks and get a Frappuccino, but, you know, not usually. And then I run around and I do my meetings and I do, you know, this kind of stuff. I consider this a meeting of sorts. But press and, you know, It's not like thousands and hundreds of thousands are listening. (laughs) No, but, I mean, like, right now I'm in the middle of a promotional campaign for the new album, right? So all we're doing is, like, everything, 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 um, really exciting we're getting ready to do the today show Ooh. oh i just saw that by the yeah, way yeah, you know exciting? that's what happens when you're on my show you you you, you, know, <laughs> you find out about right. other shows and jog to the court and you're performing live are you not yes me and dj ac right there miss courtney behind you hi so uh, she's so pretty yeah by the way. Uh, so everyone like because like, they can't there's see. an yeah. angel on my shoulder right. there's an like, angel <laughs> on your there's also shoulder. an angel on my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was serenading you <laughs> okay so what are you watching on on tv 
Is it Netflix? Is, is it, it you is guys it, are gonna hate me for this? No, no, no. I want to hear this. Do it. You're gonna hate me. Stranger Things. I don't watch TV. Oh, it's not that bad. I've heard that no, from I so many it. celebrities. I'm a singer and I, I don't I, listen I, to the radio. Yeah. I don't listen to the radio. See, I do. I, well, I, talk radio. Yeah. But, well, okay. I don't listen to the radio. Not like. But I do if there's an interesting host and an interesting show. There you go. Good save. Good save. Good save. You guys, I'm blushing. He just gave me a little. No, you're fun. It's fun. I like fun shows that are like you know just keep you entertained. But anyway, point being, I don't really have time for TV. I honestly don't. A lot of times I work right up until like 7, 7.30 and then I will take two hours mandatory for my kid every day. So where it's like, okay, that's our dinner time. That's our hang time. We watch a movie together on the I big love screen. That. And, you know, and, and Courtney, you know, cooks a beautiful vegetarian dinner for us and we all sit down together and it's very lovely. And then after he goes to bed, that is generally when I will like we have our little goodnight ritual after that. Then I get serious about either going into the studio if I'm in the middle of like trying to finish a production, you know, as far as music uh, or I'll get back to writing if I'm working on a script of some sort or, you know, whatever it is that you can't do during the day because you can't focus because you're getting a million phone calls and emails mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Then I try and get all that stuff done. So I'm a real workaholic. I really am. Now. If I'm not with my kid, that could alter the entire schedule because then it becomes like, okay, I've got to take a bunch of the angels out on a promotional thing or, you know what I mean, we end up going to events and parties that I wouldn't attend or go to when my kid's around. So that's it. You've got, you know, kind of the rock star life on one side, then you've got the, you know, Mr. Mom, Dad thing. I love that. Like, that's, that's so, that's just. Squad goals. Yeah. Aww. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's a balance. Kurt, it's a balance. How, how much more time do we have? You have nine minutes. Nine minutes. Can we just play the clip, uh, my favorite clip from Sam I Me? Because I want to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Was Stephen King on the set when you uh, were... Never. He was not? He was not there. Wow. Mm. Yeah. This is from his novella. That's really weird to Isn't me. Isn't it interesting? I was kind of hoping I'd always get to see him, too, because I was actually, I don't know if most people know this, but I was originally going to be in The Shining. I did hear I that, was, yeah. yeah. It was between me and, I guess, Danny Lloyd at the time, but I didn't know who you know the other guy was. But yeah, I was this close, and then didn't end up getting it because they felt that I was just a little bit too small for the part at that time. I was like a year or two younger than him, so he ended up getting well, it. Well, your but hair alone would have would have won me We over. had the same cut. We had the same exact you had a cut. Hel- you had like a, like a bowl, bowl cut? cut? Yeah, yeah, we both oh. did, yeah. Who didn't? I love it. Yeah, it was a good fact, bowl cut. As a matter of fact, when I was little, cut. people would come up to me and they would ask for my autograph thinking I was Danny Lloyd. <laughs> And they would be like, you were great in The Shining. <laughs> and I was like, I want You saw my audition? And eventually, yeah, right? <laughs> eventually, I got to the point where I was like, uh, forget it, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was me, fine. And I signed Danny Lloyd like many times oh as a my kid. Oh, my I just figured, you know, they'll figure it out one day. And they'll go, oh, you know whose autograph that really is. <laughs> um, I also have to say, uh, for a treat for our, our viewers, we are ending the show uh, with a music video of Go For It Woo-hoo! featuring Snoop Dogg yeah, from Angelic I want to ask about Snoop Dogg when that moment comes because that's uh, so exciting. Uh, the do moment, we, the moment has come. Do we Go watch ahead, clip it, or do we talk? Oh, watch no, no, no. clip. Watch clip. clip. No, watch definitely watch okay, clip. Okay, so Corey, we're going to leave all the microphones on so you can walk us through. This, uh, honestly, like I know the other scenes that you Snoop mentioned Dog's were not great. in the video, no, by the no. way. He's on the song just to, okay, clarify. No, no, oh, no, we're, we're going to watch the scene from Stand By Me. Oh, right. I thought you were watching the clip from Stand By Me. No, that's going to end our, our whole show. Oh, got it. All right. Yeah, so do you want to watch the clip from Stand By Me or do we want to talk about this question? Um. Well... Uh, that's up to you. You're the host of the show, Mon Frere. I'm very respectful. I would say let's watch the clip. Okay, okay. okay. So so walk us through this. Um, and we're going to leave your microphone oh, on. Shit. <laughs> oh, my, my. 
course, it's Jerry uh, O'Connell. Well, this is, yeah, River Phoenix, of course, the great River Phoenix, and, and Milo's foreman, who's no longer with us. Yeah. But at this point in the movie... Um, at this point, it was very hard for me. This was a very hard scene for me because I'm a very... I was a very... Okay, I'm very timid and shy, but I would also be very... Loudmouth and like gregarious yeah. when I felt like I was backed into a corner. So in other words, like if there were other kids around and I felt like I I had this fake bravado where I would try to be like cool and tough and act like a bully to other kids because that made me feel like I could be like on the tough side instead of on the getting my butt kicked side. Because at this point in school, I was getting beat up, like, every day. Wow. So that's why, you know, recently Will had made some comments that, you know, me and River and Jerry kind of bullied him a little bit, but especially me and River and especially me. And I was like, oh, my God, really? And he was like, yeah, it really affected me. I was like, oh, my God, I feel terrible about that because I would never want to do that. Like, I was the kid that got bullied. So this scene is a very interesting scene because I had to find that my favorite scene from the whole movie. inside me that was that tough, you know, ballsy sort of guy so we see this it's your your initial outburst so now understanding the behind the scenes it's even that more and then you 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 and at this point the whole movie changed in terms of of tone but it really did the whole movie changed and then we discover the body and all that if you haven't seen Stand By Me for a while I Mm. recommend just rewatch it it's a 30th anniversary but that's what I'm talking about is that you brought this this visceral energy to it well Mm. a lot of it came from the great Rob Reiner's direction I must be honest Uh, you know we were kids you know and, and certainly I had it inside me he said himself that the reason he chose me was because he felt that I had that amount of pain inside of me that was real and it was true i mean i did i had this past that had horrific elements of pain in it you know but at the same time rob took that and was able to you know kind of contain it within the character and then kind of shape it and sail it the way that it needed to go until the time that it had to erupt you know and and that was really what you see there is that first moment of eruption where it's just like but it was so real especially for an 80s film so when you were on set with the other boys did you feel that like kind of alienation you didn't know how to like talk to the other boys oh yeah how soon did it take for you guys to bond well River and I already knew each other, so that made things very nice and very easy with him. You know what I mean? Like, him and I were friends. We sat next to each other on the plane on the way over there. We were all excited to be up there working together because we'd known each other for years. And in the business, it was like, as kids, your parents pit you against each other. That's what they do. They subconsciously Mm -hmm. and psychologically damage you from day one and say, you don't want to be friends with any of the other kids sitting in this waiting room because they're your competition. You know, you don't tell them anything about you and what you're about. You don't become friendly with them. You know, and that's just kind of the way all the kids unfortunately are trained is that everybody else is a target and I you know River and I would break those rules all the time we'd go out in front of the castings and we'd be playing football with each other or we'd be you know laughing and giggling I don't know why but we were just those guys that didn't really want to play by those rules and and really that was Corey too and that's why Corey and I hit it off the way that we did so you know every once in a while you would find somebody that you would pair with that that actually had a chemistry and there was no denying it and once we were up on the set Things changed because then the other kids became introduced. And then I think I probably felt threatened like, oh, no, you're going to take my friend away. And I probably got, you know, maybe a little maybe I was a little, you know, hard on Will because of that, because I was threatened. And and I hadn't really had many friends, honestly, in my life. So you guys, I I hope, Corey, this is part one of part two, because we have to. 
talk about the album and your approach to the album because this album, uh, Angelic to the Core, means so much to you. Thank you. There's so it, many different a decade, aspects. A decade in the work. And, um, and yeah, it's an amazing album for me. I, first of all, just the gratitude that I have towards all the amazing artists that came along and were part of this from, you know, Doc Ice, old school Houdini UTFO, to uh, Kaya Jones from Pussycat Dolls, to Corrupt, to Fred Durst. I mean, you know, these are people that don't even come out and do anything for other people lately. So it's really nice that these people actually took the time to help. John Karen and Scott Page from Pink Floyd. I mean, just amazing, amazing, amazing down the list. I'm very, very blessed for all the people that came on board, even down to the engineers. What happened? What? No, I... What? There's a segment that I'm <laughs> so nothing, sorry. Nothing, 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 nothing. Uh-oh. Keep going. His mom's <laughs> going to note this. Keep going. Okay. It's you not his something. mom, it's You missed something, you missed something. Okay. No, we're supposed to do blackout segment uh, once again. Oh, sorry. Of course, no, it's, too it's cool. definitely not your fault. You no, know what? We need, to, we need to come fault. back and do it again. We'll plan You will definitely come on back. One, part two. Um, we are going to end the show uh, watching the video of Go For It with Snoop Dogg. And I promise Featuring you. DJ AC, you get to see her do ballet. Yeah, and I know. Perform. You were so beautiful. I grew up ballet. So I was like, uh, who is this gorgeous girl? Oh, thank so, you. Yeah, and beautiful. she sings and she I DJs. So I watched the video as well. I walked in and I was like, oh, it's, she's right there. Aww. Yes, I mean, crushing? Court, you're fine too. You're fine <laughs> too. You, but <laughs> I got you, man. I look at her too. <laughs> anyway, uh, once again, I forgot Blackout, so I'm going to get... You are blackout. <laughs> you had a blackout, so you forgot to blackout. I get it. Anyway, where can I? We're going to end the show. Uh, go People for can it. buy the album, by the way, on www.angelictothecore.com with the number two. Just thought I'd mention two that. guys yes. with the number two. That's, That's important. Right. Angelictothecore.com, yes. and you can get the physical CD, the digital download, and of course, it's available digitally at all the other places or Amazon if you want the physical also. But go to the website; it's more fun, and you can get an autographed copy there. Oh. Hey, Ooh, there you go. And Corey, where can I? Let's just follow you on social media. <gasps> at Corey underscore Feldman for Twitter, at Dog 22 on Insta, and, you know, just Corey Feldman. But on Facebook, there's like a billion fakers, so you just have to go to the one that <laughs> there says are, Corey honestly. Feldman 2. It says actually Corey Feldman 2, like when you, on the hashtag thing, not hashtag, you know what I mean. On the, the URL. Thing, on the URL. Thank you for people who don't yeah. talk English like me. <laughs> <laughs> Please promise this is part one because we didn't even get into anything. No. I know. It was just skating the ice, man. We were yeah. just skating the ice. <laughs> uh, believe me, I'll skate the ice but anytime with you. Watch. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I Christmas is coming up. I'd like to be on the ice rink with you. You guys okay. are very nice. I appreciate it. And uh, please watch on the Today Show September 16th. I'm so excited. Yes. We'll be tuning in. Yes, thank I'm you. so excited. Um, so, so nervous. <laughs> You're I've never been nervous for anything, but that for some reason it's I'm a like, big oh. gig. I'll be yeah. honest, it's a big gig. Yeah, if you, you know, want me to go with you and your watching. girlfriend, it's fine. I'll Could be you, there. Are you a good coach? <laughs> I'll go. I'll go sit with Hoda and have some. You wine. don't. Want, you don't want to know what I can coach you. With. <laughs> oh my god, you'll be trying to get me to drink at five in the morning. <laughs> like, Come on, have a drink. <laughs> Five fifteen. <laughs> That's just because he won't have gone to bed yet. Right, exactly. That's Boom. my point. Boom. Boom. <laughs> so, Danny, where can, where can our listeners find you? You can always find me at dannyarmstrong.com, or you can see me this Friday at Fox and Friends in New York. I'm singing with the beautiful and talented Deborah Gibson. Oh, my God. Oh. You guys, too? Yes. Yes. Say hi to Debbie. Yes, yes, I will. She's so fantastic. Okay. I love her. And look up Postmodern Jukebox. Yes, Postmodern Jukebox, please. Support all that they do. They're an amazing collective, and... 
you know, they're almost as amazing as that that blackout session. Remember that blackout? <laughs> oh. Actually, I didn't remember it because it's been the third week now that it's not been remembered. <laughs> wait, so. wait, 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 guys! I just have to we pose had one a thing. Segment. What if it actually happened every time, but oh. nobody, remembers nobody remembers it? it. Wait, because oh. we blacked yeah. out. Whoa. Listen, that's actually a very good point. That's Collins. some existential thinking right there. I'll there take that go. to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with it, Mr. Patrick we'll Gomez. We get to see your beautiful mug on CNN. Uh, like every you are people magazine's pretty boy i mean i uh, try <laughs> <laughs> please where can our listeners follow you i'm sure it's patrick gomez la is in los angeles on instagram and twitter um and also please i i actually just did a show on sunday that benefited project angel food um who is basically meals on wheels but for people with terminal illnesses it's called miscast la Why wasn't i uh, I, I, I blasted. I blasted you. Yes, you know, yeah, Thank you for coming. But uh, Miscast LA, look it up. It's a great organization, and we do really fun shows a couple times a year. The benefits Project Angel Food. It's fantastic. Miscast LA. That's even more important than my own. Oh my god! Oh, what a soul! Oh my god. Oh, I want to vomit. Okay, Eric. <laughs> so I have to make an apology. This is the second time we forgot. Blackout. This is the third time, actually. But I don't even know what to okay. do at this point. Um, I'm just going to get my own show on UBN. It's going to be called Blackout, and we're just going to do I'll it sing the every jingle. week. Um, but uh, no, no, I actually know. No. I'll block you on social uh, media. In, for all seriousness, <laughs> I know Project Angel Foods as well, and, and it's an amazing, amazing, amazing foundation. So miscast.com, absolutely. Miscast.la. Dot, yeah, that's more important than any oh, of us. So, so do that, miscast.la. And then at the real Eric Restivo. I'll oh. post the Blackout pictures on my social media if you want to check them out. What is Blackout? Can I just ask? Sure, oh, Blackout God, is a it's segment that I, it's a segment that I created where Natural I go around the different coming. bars in West Hollywood and I kind of take pictures of people in a blackout state and then we form these little funny stories around Love them. It. And this was <laughs> an oh. Olympic edition. Oh. That we wanted you to lead. I want to see But it. I think that I've whipped him enough. Can we hold it, we hold it for <laughs> next time? I, I honestly feel... Uh, would you guys mind if I hold it for next time? Of course yes. you can hold yes. it. I would be honored. Thank you. I would be okay. honored. All right, good. Um, you guys can find me <laughs> on Instagram okay. and Twitter at On The Rocks, On Air, and Facebook On The Rocks uh, Radio Show. Look me up on ontherocksradioshow.com. We put a lot of pictures from this. And then you can see me every Sunday after Buzz TV with the hottest co-host discussing soap operas. Next week we have Michael Yeary and Vicky Lewis, Kurt as a, we didn't get to your pun even. It's okay. Everybody was, and we're going out tonight. So follow our Snapchat. Tonight. Oh, we'll be at yeah, we're going karaoke. Out. Yeah, we're going karaoke. out. Okay. Yeah. Follow Corey Feldman. You have been a dream. Um, I could Ooh. listen to you talk Ooh. all day. Please come back for part two. We're going to end this with "Go for It" featuring Snoop Dogg. Ooh. Bye, y'all.